And we back. <laughs> we are back with episode 12 of the Authentically Alive for 35 podcast with Kennedy and Kennedy. We're Y'all. together. We're together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. You sing everything. Because I like to sing. Okay. But I will be heading back to Texas after we record this podcast. You know, you so know how sad. it is. But we'll see each other next weekend. Yes. And we'll record in person again. Yes. Anyways, okay. So today we are talking about the power of prayer. And we're going to just get a little bit into how we've seen like our own answered prayers and just questions over things that diving into prayer, how we pray, how we learn to pray, all things. But before we get into that, Kennedy, what have you been learning from God lately? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I was reading in Romans the other night, and Romans 12.10 really stuck out to me, and it says, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. And take the lead just really was sticking out to me in the sense that I wrote off to the side, like, don't wait for someone else to do something you're no support you know that you're supposed to do be a leader and I feel like God has been like thrushing me into that in the sense of like stop waiting for people to come to you with opportunities or stop waiting for people to say hey Kennedy we see you fit here like step out do what God has called you to do be the leader that you know that you can be and stop waiting for like handouts honestly of like because I feel like my whole life I've just waited for other people to like say something or to start something and then I'm like oh yeah no like I've been thinking this or I think that's a great idea no, do it first. Like God is giving you these ideas, these visions, all these things for a reason. And he's just been teaching me that like, you can't sit and wait for someone else to do it. Like you're the one that's supposed to start it. So that's definitely what he's been teaching me this week, short and sweet. No, I love that. That's so good. And on the times I think about I'm sitting in a room talking with people, even if it's like a meeting or something, and I have a thought that I want to share but I'm too like doubting of my thought or my like what I can bring to the table. And then what happens? A minute later, someone literally says that yes. thought. And then you're like, oh, dang it. Yeah. And it's so I think it's just literally believing in like our wisdom that God has placed within us and that we are meant to bring it to the table. Yeah. And when we bring it to the table, he's going to bring the other people at the table who's going to like feast with us on whatever mm-hmm. that greatness is and help us build it or help add more ideas to the table. And yeah, yeah, I love it. I like it. What about you? So many things. <laughs> um, but I was thinking more so this week has God has just been reminding me like be still and know that I'm God, and to slow down. Uh, my grandpa went to, as you know, went to the hospital this week, and I was just. When I found out, like, that day that he was going to the hospital, I was just weeping and, of course, first turning to God in prayer, which is so cool to look at because in the past, I would have just, like, been sitting in all this pain and not knowing how to handle it, but I took it right to God. And and I was just wrestling, like, God, man, I know, like, you call us to do this. Like, I left what I love for who I love even more, which is you, Jesus, and, like, the mission you have me on. And it just sucks right now in this moment, though, because I just want to hug my grandpa. And so that was a big reminder of, like, no matter what, like, Jesus never promised it was going to be easy. Like, when we're following the calling on our lives, there's going to be hard things. 
yet like there's a hope and a peace in him and like I still felt that peace even though I was so emotionally like exhausted yeah uh but then I just like in that moment too I was like I'm going home this weekend like I want to see my family like life is such a vapor and so it was just a reminder of like be still and know that I'm gone like be still in that car when you're breaking down and know that I'm gone right here like holding your hand and also like be still and like know when you need to slow down and go drive back home to see your family Mm -hmm. and still know that I'm God and like I have your family in my hand yeah um so that 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 was a reminder this week for me I like that yeah be still which is very hard I think we talked about it in our last episode just like very hard to be still in a world that romanticizes everything but that Mm -hmm. romanticizes going and doing everything at once to when we do want to be still or feel like the opportunity to be still we fill it with things just because it's like so foreign Mm -hmm. um I like that that's good yeah or even I was um I don't think it was a podcast I think I was just reading something the other day and it was a reminder of okay if you find yourself just like aimlessly scrolling on Instagram or you're doing these things like, oh, you're going to work out, but mm-hmm. you're not like stopping to slow down before you go work out. Like if you're starting to just fill your things with busyness, there's something internally that you need to like process mm-hmm. and work through and be still. <laughs> yeah. No. And I think that's like the root cause of when I know we both have these weeks of like, I just feel like I'm going through the motions. Like I just feel like I'm in a routine. I'm stuck in just going through the motions. I'm not even like quote unquote feeling anything. And it's like, okay, when are the times that you stop to rest? When are the times that you stop to just be still? And you're like, hmm, I have it. That's why I feel this <laughs> That's way. That's why I feel like I need to stop and journal it out. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> Love a good journal it out. That's funny. Okay, let's get into the power of prayer. Do you want to start with, I'll start with the question. Um, so the first question that we have is, what do you do when you feel like praying is hard? Yes. well now I'm thinking of the question of like I'm thinking back to when I was an early on like in my journey of following Christ of praying like I felt like it was hard to pray because the concept in my mind was I have to show up to prayer and be this like perfect prayer and like yes say all the right things and hide who I am from God and even though he knows everything about me yes and so I think that's what oftentimes we can make prayer seem hard because we have this like misconception that it has to be like this perfect prayer or you're in front of a group of people and you want to just be that person who seems like they got a whole degree in praying the perfect prayer. They're over here speaking in tongues and you're like, I'm not good enough to pray. In reality though, like prayer is a conversation with God. Yes. And it's to grow our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Just like you and me right here, like we haven't seen each other in a month. And obviously it's been hard, but <laughs> we've been trying to call each other within all the things of life, yeah. which has been great. But being right here in front of you and talking to you, I could cry. <laughs> <laughs> like the conversation, like that's what builds a relationship. Yes. And so we don't have to think of prayer of like, oh my gosh, if I pray the wrong thing, I'm not going to have an answered prayer yeah. or God's going to hate me or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Like just throw that all away. And prayer becomes so simple when it's just time with your heavenly father. Yeah. Like just hanging out, bringing your worries, bringing your doubts, bringing everything you're walking through, bringing all your burdens, laying it at his feet. And then having that gratitude you get to bring with God, like praising him for what he's doing in your life. And then 
from that root of like gratitude, I can come fully as myself to you, God, then I fully believe also like in your miracle working power. Yeah. Like you did it then, you'll do it now. You're the same God. And I'm going to pray with the full faith and full belief in my heavenly father and what he's doing in my heart and what he's going to do through me yeah. and what he's doing in the people's lives around me that I'm praying for. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, this isn't hard. And and also I encourage those listening, like just keep doing it, keep showing up, which I feel like we've said that about other things before. And it, it really is that concept of like anything in life. It seems hard until you like get into the rhythm running. Yeah. It seems hard, which it is it hard. Is hard. <laughs> it's always hard. <laughs> Actually fun fact. I made this commitment to myself yesterday that I'm going to start running every day for the next month. Good job. So I'm not. I haven't started it yet, so hold me accountable. <laughs> but like I know going into that, it's going to be hard for the first week, probably the second week too. But it'll get easier. easier. Yes. And I'll have my endurance get built. And I'm not going to jump in either with like a whole marathon. No, I'm probably going to jump in with like half a mile. <laughs> no, literally. And even at, even at that it can still get easier, but there's days where it's going to feel harder than mm-hmm. it has been. Like it's yeah. it's not going to always be like, oh, this is just getting better every single day. Yes, you're getting better, but there's going to be days where like you used to run this and now it's feeling so hard. Yeah. Like I just ran this same distance yesterday. Why does this feel 10 times harder today? Mm-hmm. But you still show up, you still have discipline and you still do it. And that's when like you just ask God, like, God, allow the Holy Spirit to just speak through me, like help me to pray. Like we need God for everything. We need God to help us to pray. Like we need God to help us to love God. We need God to help us to worship God. Like without him, we can do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Amen. And when you were talking about just like us being in person and getting all giddy, that was like literally my answer to the question of like, why do you feel like or what do you do when you feel like praying is hard? Or even the question of why do you feel like praying is hard is I wrote this in something that I was doing of just like, if you don't truly believe that he is right here with you, it's hard. It's hard to pray mm-hmm. to someone that you don't think is in this moment with you or close to you. So yeah. like proximity is a huge thing. And like, even with us, like just take this relationship when we're close and we're right here in person, it's so great. Like the from, world feels whole again. <laughs> <laughs> from a distance, the job gets done, yeah. but there's nothing like being in close proximity yes. with each other. And that's the same thing for like our father. Like there's nothing like being in the presence of Jesus and growing that intimate relationship with him and knowing that it is a relationship. Like it's not a, oh, he's mad at me, like you were saying, or all these things. No, it's time to go pour out what he already knows and allow him to fill you up with his strength and with his spirit and with his comfort and with his peace. Like the simple fact of like, Praying oftentimes for me is just like, God, don't like, I don't even care for my situation to change right now. Just give me peace. Mm-hmm. Like, just give yeah. me something to get through what I'm walking through and to remain steadfast. And instantly, like, He will deliver that peace that surpasses all understanding within a moment. And yeah. so I think that's good. No, that is good. And oftentimes the answer to a prayer is simply peace. Yeah that's what god knows you need mm-hmm. that makes no sense yeah um uh, and just what came to mind of like the bible says like draw near to god and he draws near to us mm-hmm. come to god mm-hmm. <laughs> and just bring it 
everything to him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Question number two. How do you keep praying in the waiting when you feel like you've been praying for something for so long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can even share some things of what we were like still in the waiting season for. Okay. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> um. I I'll start with, like, this question, and then you can, like, maybe take in of, like, what you feel like you're waiting or answer this. Okay. But for me, how do you keep praying in the waiting when you feel like you've been praying for something for so long? For me, it's really just letting go of that control, letting go of, you know, how I want it to play out, how I see it fit best, how I see it work out. Like, literally letting go of everything that I have in mind and giving him full control over the situation and the outcome just brings so much peace even in the waiting and it's so funny we the my snapchat memory that just came up that we just looked at right before this podcast (laughs) a year ago today I was making a video and just talking to myself of like it's okay and I was just saying like nothing is right everything feels really wrong like I am hurt I am down bad but like I'm okay and I'm only okay because of Jesus Christ like this peace is not a peace that the world can offer it is only a peace that God can offer and when you truly find that and you experience that you're okay in the waiting you're okay knowing who your God is he is the provider of all things and nothing is too big or too little for him to provide for and so like knowing that and we talked about this and like resting rhythms too. It just comes down to a place of trust and like belief. Like when you trust that God is who he says he is and have the word of God right on your heart, you know that he's a good father that loves you so much and is not slow to keeping his promises and only wants the best for you. Yeah. Like that just brings so much reassurance and peace too. And like, even for the people listening, like I can only imagine like, because we both can relate, like maybe you didn't grow up with that father figure that was that way. So it's so hard for you to comprehend or understand that somebody could be so perfect and amazing, but he is. And if you just allow yourself to forgive your earthly fathers or people that led you the wrong way, when you forgive them and allow your heart to be open again to receiving a perfect heavenly father love, it's amazing it's the best feeling that you could ever ever experience it's amazing yeah and you talking about like full trust is making me think of kind of how I was going to answer this of in the waiting season something that helps me is looking back at my history with God like what did God bring me out of before what did God do before and even those listening like you're like okay maybe you're in a season where you're like really new in your faith and you haven't really felt like you've seen God work that much. Okay. Well then I would encourage you like go to the Bible and read the history of those that God was just bringing them out of so much chaos and always moving. Cause that God back then, that God's the same God right now. (laughs) And so that's what helps me a lot in the waiting season of like, okay, well let me look at a season before where I waited and it was always God's righteous timing. Like, I can, like you're saying, let go of the control and not try to make it in my own time, but it's his good time. And then also, well, how many times has God been there for me before? Oh, 
all the time. So he's always been there, even yeah. when I didn't think he was there. Mm-hmm. And so that really, really helps me get through the waiting of just like, I know. Also, I would encourage y'all like there is purpose in the waiting. Too. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah. Like there is there is so much in there, whether it's your own heart getting changed, whether it's simply like going out and serving your community or something like there's always and when we step away of like it's not about me it's about god and it's about what god is doing through me for his kingdom and his glory then all of a sudden the waiting doesn't even seem that long because you're just like i get to go serve god and serve people around me and then from that serving god's doing work in my heart god's answering my prayers and he's leading me to where he needs me next yeah i was just as soon as you said that i was thinking that of like take the focus off of I'm in my waiting season. No, like waiting seasons are often like preparation seasons and like preparing you for what's to come. And so when you're so focused on waiting, 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 yeah, it's going to seem bad. It's going to seem slow. It's going to seem like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for so long. But when you shift your focus and focus on Jesus and focus on the work that he's doing in your heart and the heart of the people around you, waiting becomes fun waiting be not fun, it's not even like but no, it's like, like it's not even a thing yeah like it's, it's like just, when am i waiting it's just living yeah like no, surrender to god actually yeah, yeah wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> let us rewrite our question no we got we asked it that way so we get here yes it's almost like take out the word waiting season and just literally surrendered obedient yeah god what you have for me right here right now is exactly where i'm supposed to be and where i'm supposed to be growing and learning and just stepping yeah. into your way and will, God. Changing your perspective from just like, instead of why, like, why is this happening? Why am I in this waiting season? Yada, yada, yada. What? What are you trying mm-hmm. to teach me? What mm-hmm. are you trying to do in my life right now? What do you want me to do next? Like, change mm-hmm. your perspective. Because at the end of the day, when you have the, you're, you're always going to find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for it to be this long, drawn out waiting season of just, feeling super alone and down and you don't know when it's going to come, you're going to find that. But when you're looking for God in everything that you do, you're looking for the hope, you're looking for the joy, you're looking for Jesus Christ in every situation, you're going to find that. Like you're going to find what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And even I used to do this all the time, like before my full heart was surrendered to Jesus, even like in high school, waiting to the weekend. Like yes. what is the next fun so-called thing that's happening or what's the big next life event that's happening that I'm excited about? And so, like, to even get through my week or days, I would just be in the back of my mind, oh, it's going to be okay soon. Like, I get to do this one fun thing. And then that's one fun thing one day. And then after that day it diminishes, mm-hmm. oh, I'm left here again feeling, like, so low. What's next? Okay, what's the next fun thing? And mm-hmm. it's like, no. How about what is today? Like mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. Like tomorrow is not here. Yesterday is gone. Today is today. That's all we've got. Mm-hmm. And who even knows? Like we are blessed every single morning to wake up and live another day. Yeah. And so when you live like so presently like that and not just waiting for that next big shiny thing mm-hmm. and actually look for those little miracle moments in every single day, then you get to fully live alive every single day. Yeah. And taking in everything God has for us because it's not just one big grand moment it's not just the mountaintop no it's the climb to the mountain that sounds cliche but it's also the journey there and life is a never-ending journey like until we're in eternity like there's something for us every single day and so we don't have to be trying to look so far ahead that we miss what God has for us right here yeah 
I was just literally what you just said was what I was thinking of like when you're constantly chasing the next best thing you are missing out on everything in between because I'm even thinking I think about my life like from high school until where I'm at right now and I simply there's I like blacked out there's things I don't remember like yeah. I I just feels like there That's was crazy. nothing like yeah. there was nothing that happened but so much at the same time and even just this past year I felt like I have experienced so much more than those five years six years combined because it's just like I truly am alive every single day and I'm not waiting for the next best thing. Like I, I experience good and quote unquote best things every single day. Yeah. Like just what I said, you always like find what you're looking for. Look for those best things. Look for those good things. Look for those miracles, like you said, in every day and you will find them and just, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's such a beautiful realization. Even living and where society is like life like yes life is short and time goes fast and we must slow down and at the same time I don't want to get to being 80 years old and looking back and saying man I missed it yeah I didn't fully take in everything God had for me because I was so focused on where can I get where can I go where am I right now yeah and like making the most of where I'm at right now Mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. good it's good stuff um another question how do you respond when your prayer gets answered just not in the way you wanted it to you want me to answer this one <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I would say something that I really first learned this is what I was kind of talking to you about the other day my grandpapa is coming up on a year in April that he passed away. And in that season before he passed, I'm just like praying so, so heavily. God, heal my grandpapa, help him walk again. And all of that prayer. And then what happened was he passed away really, really unexpectedly in a really sad way. And obviously if anyone passed away is sad. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was in a completely different way that I expected. And I remember not doubting God, but there was a level of like my trust seemed a little dim because mm-hmm. I prayed, 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 prayed this, and then it completely happened differently. Yet the still the same day, the fact that I picked up my Bible and how I got out of bed was literally just saying Jesus because I felt like the heaviest weight. I I knew God is still good, yeah, and God is still faithful, and in that season and now like being almost a year later and seeing that play out throughout this past year of like, no matter the circumstance, no matter if I get my prayer answered to a T of like what I was praying, it's always what God has for us. And it's always what he and his will is. Cause sometimes we're praying things also of like, that's not what God has for us. And he starts to change the desires in our heart and helps us see his ways more. Um, But to be able to pray and be like, I'm praying this God, trusting that, you're going to answer it with how you need it to be answered. Yeah. And you are faithful no matter what mm-hmm. season, no matter how hard something is. Like even this week, if my grandpa ended up having like a full stroke and passed away in the hospital, as I was praying there, like, God, 
have I know you have a microphone in my hand in your hands like please just help him be safe and okay like if he would have passed away that morning I would have still ended that day I know saying like God you are faithful yeah no matter I know the immense pain would be there mm-hmm. but it's being able to have that pain take it to Jesus yeah and also process it with the right people and at the same time like God you're faithful you're and good you're we're on the same team you're yeah. on my side yeah that that's what it comes down to too when you truly trust that that god is for you you find peace in those terrible traumatic situations because mm-hmm. it's just like you are not bad you are not evil you are good you are perfect mm-hmm. you are loving and you are right here with me yeah. You are feeling all the emotions that I'm feeling. You are walking me through it. Yeah. Even now I'm thinking how we were just talking about, like, you'll find what you seek. Mm-hmm. And seek God and you'll find God, as, as Scripture says. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm thinking of even that day, my, my mind has already been so rewired for intentionally seeking the good and seeking God what do you what do you want me to learn in this and what is the purpose of this season that when that happened I'm sitting there next to my grandpa who passed away holding his hand and then all the cops start showing up and I'm already thinking how what conversations am I supposed to have with these cops like what is the purpose here praying with him like telling everyone to just stop because it was just chaos and I said stop 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 like I don't want to go any further like can we pray right now and my family and cops literally just surrounded my grandpa as I was like, pray and there was so much pain yeah in that moment in the month to follow all the things yet I still had already been on the journey of seeking God first seeking good first looking for what is the purpose knowing God has a purpose in everything that mm-hmm. my mind even in the trauma yeah. went there first mm-hmm. which is crazy yeah and even to think back in high school I was always the first to think negative mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes some scenarios but to, like what the difference is is simply asking God hey help me have this mindset because mm-hmm. God he, he's gonna change our mindsets he loves us so much right where we are yeah he loves us so much he's not gonna leave us where we are mm-hmm. and he's gonna help us grow to where we need to go and so I just say that because it was just that's good crazy but it's like it doesn't just happen overnight yeah. but you have to just like the running yeah <laughs> you got to keep doing it and showing up and then that change is happening mm-hmm. yeah that's really good I don't know why like when we were talking of just it, it's kind of like completely different from this question but I just started thinking of be grateful for sometimes not even the prayers to be answered in a different way, but for the prayers to just not be answered. Yes. Like I'm so so thankful for some prayers that have not been answered and Mm -hmm. will not be answered. Mm -hmm. Like there are so the answer was no answer. Yes. Like the answer was no, I'm not going to do that for you. Yeah. And in the moment that was like, are we kidding? Like you're a good heavenly perfect father. You give us the desires of our heart. And then he's just like, no, I have better for you. I want better for you. And this thing is not good for you. No matter how many times you pray, no matter how how many times you ask, I'm not doing it for you. Like, Mm -hmm. because I know what you need. You know what you want. And so when I let go of that control yet again, there's so much gratitude. And that's another thing when like, even in the waiting season of, 
okay, if this prayer never gets answered, I'm at peace because I know that I don't need this in my life then, or I know I don't need to go into this opportunity or take this job or whatever the prayer that I'm praying may be. If it's not being answered, I have peace knowing that it either will or it won't. And I have peace knowing that it won't because it's not for me. Like that opportunity or whatever it was, was not meant to be mine. Mm -hmm. And before I didn't have that mindset. It was just always like, I'm missing out on all these things. Why are you not giving me this? Why, 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 why? And now I'm just like, thank you. Thank you so much. When I don't know, or when I'm not choosing the best for myself, like you're still choosing me. You're still choosing the best for myself. And it's just so amazing. Yeah, that's so good. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking too, I think where even the question of when prayer feels hard or we can think God is just keeping us from something like, mm-hmm. come on, God. I think where it can get to that is when we're praying for what we can get out of it rather than like praying just so we, like our full heart can be God's. Yeah. Like that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. He just wants our full heart and our love and for us to experience his love. And so when we pray, we experience that love. We experience the peace, like we're saying. And it's not about praying to get something. Mm-hmm. No, it's praying to get closer to God. Yeah. And then from that, where the Bible says like he gives us the desires of our hearts, well, he's literally placing those desires in our heart. Our desires of our heart is the desires that God has on us yeah. when we give him our full heart and surrender yeah. that. Because before Christ, man, my desires were not God's. Mm-mm. Bible also says like, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. I'm constantly like, God, help me have my ways be your ways. Yeah. Because I know I'm human and I have earthly sinful natures. And so it's like, yes, when my full heart is surrendered to you and I have my hands open, then my heart's desires are yours. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, then we're in that conversation, that flow of I'm praying, God, for what you've placed on my heart. Yeah. Not praying for what my human heart desires are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just so important to like point that out and for people to have grace for themselves and to be open to that because newer on when I questioned God all the time, it was because I didn't fully understand like, oh, God's not good. Then why am I feeling this, this and that? Yeah. And it was like, well, let's look through, like, how are you walking in life? Is your full heart in Jesus' hands? And then it just changes when it's like, I trust you, God, with every aspect. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, we have about five minutes left in the podcast. Let's share a little bit about how we've seen our own prayers be answered or someone else's prayers, like, be fruit in our lives. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. The thing that is so big that I think of first is like me coming to know the Lord Mm -hmm. and giving my life back to Jesus was the fruit of other people's prayers behind closed doors. I think I've shared on the podcast before when I gave my life to Christ at that Young Life camp, but I'm in the room and the guy is like, okay, it's like a room before we go out uh, to the students and the message and where all the leaders are in there praying over the students. And the guy leading that week is like, okay, we're going to dim the lights, turn some music on, and we're going to lift up names of students in our cabins who are on our hearts. And I went to this camp just kind of as like a junior leader, but literally not having any clue where my faith was. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there feeling the presence of God for the first time since literally like elementary school. Yeah. And then I'm weeping just like tears of joy and just all these things of feeling Jesus right there, just like your name used to be the name lifted in this room. Yeah. Not that exact room, but yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then, so crazy having that thought and then giving my life to Christ that week. And fast forward to, I think two years later, I'm at a wedding of a friend and I run into my friend's parents. Shout out Shay Turner, if you're listening to this <laughs> and to your parents who I love so much, Kim and Tom. Um, they come up to me and this was right after I had just sold my business and I was starting to pursue youth ministry, thinking that's where God's calling me, having no clue what it looked like, lots of doubt, but God kept coming, being like, you need to keep going. Yeah. And I get to talk to Kim here at that wedding and she's like, she's like, what, like, what's going on in life? And I'm just telling her everything. I'm like, Kim, I sold my business. I'm pursuing youth ministry. Like life is totally changing. And and Kim starts to cry. And then like I'm crying because I'm just feeling these emotions. And she's like, Kennedy, in I think it might have been like our senior year or something or some point in high school, she told me God literally woke her up in the middle of the night and uh-huh. told her to like pray for me. And she was just like praying on her knees. And in that moment, I'm literally like, oh my goodness, Kim, like I always knew there's people behind closed doors praying for me. And I, and I told her about like that camp and when I felt that, but to actually then like have someone come up to me and say that it was just such a, whoa, like that's crazy God. Like I knew it, but like to see that and it just, it had me so grateful. And then it really helped me lean into like the power, like in that moment, in that room, giving my life to Christ, I was realizing the power of prayer. But ever since then, I'm like, man, prayer is so powerful for others in our lives. And the miracles God is going to bring, even when we're not seeing them happen. Mm -hmm. Like it is so powerful. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. It's like, it's crazy. I think back on like, God is so good. He's so good. I love him. <laughs> um, okay. No. Yeah, I'm even thinking the exact same situation of the life that I'm living right now is fruit from somebody else's prayer. And it's definitely my grandma. My grandma would pray heaven down on my family for years, like 21 years for me. Like I, this, I've only been following Jesus for a year and so it's like knowing because now I'm having conversations with her like now after everything and like actually following Jesus and it's so sweet like it's so fun to have those conversations with those people that have been praying behind closed doors just between them and God like who even knows what those prayers consist of but I know that she has been praying on my behalf my entire life on my family like and just also knowing that that I'm not the only one praying for like my family Mm -hmm. and the people that I love like there are people that are also like interceding for them is just like so cool to know and powerful to know in that sense of like I'm here because I I gave my yes to God of course and I surrendered and like God has a plan for me to be here and like predestination is definitely a thing but like somebody else's prayers like yeah. moved on my behalf and so I just think that's so powerful and I love that and I'm even thinking like the power of prayer is yes these big crazy things that are happening right now but like this like we talked about in the beginning of this the simple power of prayer helps bring peace when you feel like you have none help bring helps bring joy when you feel like you have none helps bring good conversations god give me a good conversation today give me somebody that just gives me encouragement literally when i pray those prayers in the morning he always answers he always delivers i always have great conversations with somebody or 
those things come up where I'm just like, God, you're so cool. Like mm-hmm. I literally prayed this this morning and you're already answering. Mm-hmm. And even for like confirmation, God, please give me confirmation of where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do. God doesn't want to leave us stuck in that place of not knowing. And so I remember like a specific day, I asked for confirmation that morning and within hours into the day, I received it. And I'm just like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you so much. Which so is good. so fun. And like, I, now I'm thinking like this whole podcast connecting of even be still, know that I am God. Like we, we must be still to even have the eyes to see how God is answering our prayers right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And it's not just always this big moment. And even, we didn't even talk about it much in this of, a lot of miracles are not those big hourly ones that we see. It's the literal miracle of the internal mm-hmm. battles that God help me fight this battle. Help me step away from never feeling enough. Help me step away from comparison. Help me to forgive this person. Yeah. Yeah. Help me become not addicted to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. those are literal miracles that God has answered. Yeah. It's just so amazing. It's so great. And I'm also, as we wrap up this podcast, did you have anything else you want to say on that? I was thinking we just want to open the space of you guys listening. We are already praying for you. Yeah. And also, if you have any exact prayers, please message us on wherever you find us <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast app, on social media, whatever it is. And just like we would love to walk alongside you in prayer and join you in prayer. Um, yeah. No, I like that because there has already been a few people that have reached out of like, thank you so much for this space and like encouragement and like just like them opening up in such a vulnerable way of like, I've just been struggling so much with my relationship with this guy or whatever the case may be. And just knowing that even without those, we start every podcast with praying over this and you guys, like the power of prayer is so powerful that like nobody can comprehend it. It's just so good. So good. And that wraps up the Power of Prayer podcast. (laughs) The high five in your life. (laughs)